This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A pleasant good afternoon, Washington, D.C. Grant and Danny coming your way live on 106.7 The Fan, February 7th, 2024. Happy to be with you until 6.30 today. Daniel top of the afternoon my friend what do you say brother now you got to leave when you do this gig that you and i are fortunate enough to do doing it 10 plus years now thank you very much you got to leave some of that negative baggage at the door i'm walking in here today a terrible mood that's something i know that this will this you'll this will move you i played pickleball this morning i played terrible i played so poorly grant i can't get over it i brought a new friend who's learning the game. I was supposed to be the person that helps demonstrate to them. This is what you do here, a couple tips. And I was hot dog water. So now they're leaving thinking, this is the guy? This is the guy that's supposed to be helping me? This guy couldn't figure out his own arse from his elbow. He stinks. And they'll tell other people that I stink. Terrible mood. But you put that aside. You're coming to do do the show today with your pal. you got to leave that at the door, GP. Gamers, step up when it's time to play the game. Well... First of all, I want to tell you that I'm, I'm proud of you for uh, dumbing it down a bit Thank and you. being on our level with the rest of us here mm-hmm. and not being a, a pickleball aficionado. That's right. Let's start with that. Second of all, I'm in a great mood, and I plan on starting the show and telling you as much. I'm Let's in a go. great mood. I'm having a blast you in pick Las us Vegas. Up. You pick us up. Let's go. I, I'm thoroughly enjoying everything about my experience out here at Radio Row in the Super Bowl. I got a picture and hung out with Seth Rollins from WWE this morning. I thought you would find that enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I did the Wacky of All Wackies and saw Tommy DeVito's agent, and I went up and introduced myself to him. I wanted to tell him I thought he was a lot to deal with and he should kick rocks, but I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just uh, sent Ryan a picture of him to make Ryan laugh. So I did that today. Great to meet you, my friend. I'll, I'll, I'll continue success to you. Absolutely. <laughs> I think everything you're doing is wonderful, sir. You're not in any way. And a lot to deal with, and I don't in any way root against Tommy DeVito. Happy sir. for you and your client's success. It's a cool story. I need to see it. We live in a country <laughs> where if you're on TV for two minutes when everybody's watching, you are famous forever, as the great Michael Phillips said as we were looking at him. like a, He was like a surfer in a wave yeah. coming through Radio Row. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's that guy. It's that guy. Monday Night Football that one time. Like if you heard his name, you go, that's probably what that dude looks like. And then he does. Well, he's turned up to 11, by the way, yeah. today. 
on his like top hat. Him and Cam Newton are the two most wackily dressed guys here. But uh, we have a crazy great show for you today. I want to lay it out real quick. Don't want to spend a lot of time here in our first segment uh, just telling you who's on the show. But I, I will let you know that we've got Daryl Moose Johnston, a three-time Super Bowl champion, coming up in an hour at 3 o'clock. He is in charge of the new XFL, USFL merged UFL. So we'll talk to him about that. Justin Pugh, the lineman who played for Cliff Kingsbury for four years. I just want to talk to him about Kingsbury's offense, why it didn't work in Arizona. I think there's going to be a lot of good intel there in the 3 o'clock hour. Danny Cannell, college football analyst and expert. Who should Washington take it? Number two, Caleb Williams versus Drake May versus Jaden Daniels. I think that's going to be awesome. Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM at 5 today. Dan Orlovsky, speaking of quarterback breakdowns, we'll talk to him about Mahomes, Purdy, and the quarterback prospects at 545. So that's all coming up on G&D. We're giving away Wizards tickets in 55 minutes at 3 o'clock, so make sure you're listening at that time. That's all part of this show today, live from Radio Row out here in Vegas. Danny back in our D.C. studios. By the way, you know what today is for me? No. Today is U2 night. Oh, yes. I'm going to the concert tonight in some decent seats. I'm pretty fired up about this. That a boy. I don't know anything about U2. I know Bono's involved somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that they had a song in the movie Sing 2 that my daughter likes. Those are the two things. I don't know what the song is or what the lyrics are. I would recognize it if you played it. Here's what I don't know. Is U2 good enough that it warrants Darius playing a bunch of U2 out of breaks today to get me in the mood to go to the sphere? Or is or are they so mediocre and nubs that we shouldn't do that? So in my humble opinion, yes. U2 has a, has a big enough catalog, uh, enough smashes. You're not going to find as many recent smashes from, from U2. They've gone in different directions on terms of their uh, musical journey. But you take anything from that Gibbs one run, like basically like 80 to 92, <laughs> you will find smasholas from one of my favorite bands. So, yes, there are – I've been looking this up for you. I meant to, actually meant to give you this last night. I forgot to. I was very, very busy. Um, but their set lists have been available online, what they've done recently. Okay. This will be the kind of thing where you may not have heard all the names of these songs, but you'll have heard these. and You'll go, oh, you know what? That's good enough. Like, I think you'll feel good after this experience, regardless of all the technology and how cool the, the experience is. Yeah, the music's going to be a bonus, just to be completely right. no, totally. Frank Sinatra with you. But, yes, I bet you I've heard more of the songs than I think that I have. But, Darius, if you want to mix some in today, by all means, get me in the YouTube mood. Uh, I'm fired up about that. Last night, our, this will matter to our listening audience a little bit, tangentially here. Last night, I was at the blackjack table for a while. And Adam Epstein, he of now Richmond Radio fame, the former sports junkie producer, was kicking it with me over on Fremont Street. Me, him, and Phillip, some people were hanging out. Adam Epstein's not a great blackjack player. Okay. He kept doing the wrong thing, like going against the book, and then screaming analytics over and over again. Mm, That's tough. And he kept losing. Yeah, the player yelling things at the table. Uh, oh, God, yeah. you, you would have hated everything yeah. about this. So let me tell you a story. On a, I, mean, I already know you would have just been beside yourself, but I want your reaction in real time on just what, like, would you have left the table? Would you have given him a stern talking to fatherly? What would you have done? So we're at a table. In fairness, the two people that were at the table that weren't with us, they were like groups, basically. It was like couples. They were the worst blackjack players in the history of the world. 
And I'm not a guy that's like some aficionado. I'm not going to sit there and like roll my eyes when you hit or you you stay on the wrong number. Yeah, but it but screws I mean, you if you're after them. Well, and they uh, they were screwing us quite a bit. I mean, they were so bad. It was unbelievable. $15 tables on Fremont. You, you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Have, having said that, there was a moment, okay, where Hannah, who was our lovely, very, very skilled, I may add, mm-hmm. uh, dealer mm-hmm. at the blackjack table last night. Wonderful. She was very good at dealing blackjack cards. She deals a card. It's now time for... Awad to decide what he's going to do. Ten seconds go by. Oh, no. Danny, I'm not doing a bit. And he's doing this very dramatic so rub like, his chin. When Glenn Consor goes, we're going to pause ten seconds. Just ten seconds. Ten seconds only for station ID. He's gonna, we'll pause ten seconds for Epstein to decide what he's going to do. And it just waits. Bro. <laughs> you know how you're just dealing card, 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 yeah. card. It's like tap or stay, tap or stay. Tap. It's very quick mm-hmm. moving. We get to Awad. I think it was a, he, was, he had a 15 in front of him maybe. And he didn't know what to do. Oh, no. And he's just rubbing his chin, and he's yeah. thinking, and he's thinking. And I am I think 10 or 15 seconds goes by. And I was like, hey, buddy, you, you got to do something here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do something. He he takes his bottle of Bud Light in front of him. Okay. He s- shakes it, like swirls it around like it's wine, and he's about to smell it for earth tones. You know what I'm saying? He swirls his Bud Light beer, like, frantically in front of him. As if he's about to sniff it like he's some sommelier. Yeah. And then he goes to drink his Bud Light after he just shook it up a bunch. It. This is a weird thing with beer. Foam comes flying out and explodes all over his and face. And there it is, yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I remember my first beer. It was the whole That's thing. Tough. That was an hour of the night. It was just like, it was so <laughs> wild. When he hit Blackjack at one point, he was so happy. He starts screaming like, this is the most fun. I love this. Like, everyone should go play blackjack with him at some point. If you don't care about losing money. (laughs) Simultaneously, I I rate and just so happy watching him the entire time. It was the most adorable time ever. But, yeah, Phillips, I think, probably spent about 150 bucks just giving him more and more because he kept losing all of his money. But it was that entertaining last night. That's great. And also terrible. Like, th- that, that's the perfect combo, right? Where it's its frustrating, but it's also hilarious. Yeah, I think you would have hated it yeah. for sure. Well, the, the people that would have hated more, it sounds like it's a couple that wasn't playing correctly. Like, Dude. The, you, you can't screw me over. I'd have had, I'd had to change tables. I'd, I'd have insisted that we move to another uh, locale. For sure, unequivocally, if you were playing to win money, which is generally why you're playing, mm-hmm. this was a $15 table. We were just kind of, hey, when we're done, we're going to go out and walk the street a little bit kind of yeah. night. But if you were playing in a way where the, the, the amount of money on the table mattered or you were trying to leave with a profit, you 1,000% would have had to walk away. Because it was one of those things where, you know, the annoying guy who's, like, mad when people don't know what they're doing? Yes. That person would have lasted maybe two or three hands. Two or three hands yeah. tops. It, it was unbelievable. Just outrageous some of the decisions they were making. But, uh, yeah, so AWOD was actually better than them at it, believe it or not. We had a good night. It was a fun time, and it's U2 night tonight. Uh, so things are picking up. Celebrities all over the joint should be good. I heard the commanders are going to have a contingent out here before the end of the week. I don't know quite what that's going to look like. Also, you will not be surprised by this development, Danny. Hmm. You don't know who's coming out to Radio Row in 2024, the year of our Lord. I don't know. Who is it? Ron Rivera is going to make an appearance at Radio Row. He doesn't miss him. I he thought miss maybe he loves this it. would be the year Ron took the season off. You know, I'm going to get a, get some interviews in. We're going to make sure we land a D.C. job. 
Ron's going to make the rounds. He's not going to miss a radio row. This is his time. It's, it's where it's like me are going, you know who they should hire? Ron Rivera. Because he's sitting there asking me questions about my family when we were in Arizona that time. Where he's, he was out of a gig or whatever whatever it was. You still No, he's still with Carolina. And he's going, Grant, I, remember, I think I remember you, okay? I really do because of the one time I saw you do something on TV. I don't know whether he did or didn't, but he made us feel like a million bucks. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what to speak for you, but I remember leaving going, you know, there's really something to that guy. You know, he really gets it. That's the kind of leader they need. So just so you know, it's going to be awkward if he if he joins us, but I am going to make a valiant effort to get him on the show if he's here. I think we have to. I don't know how it's going to go or if he's going to be upset or if he's bothered by I don't know. our, uh, what would I say, uh, honesty? Yeah, correct <laughs> our, assessment. Our, our truth serum and the, the yeah. correctness with which we evaluated his e. tenure. But if he is in the vicinity over the next couple of days, I'm going to try to make sure that our listening audience gets to hear from Ron Rivera. So uh, stay tuned for that. Who do you want to win the Super Bowl? Let's start there. We have not really talked about this game at all. If you are in D.C. and around the DMV listening anywhere uh, where our signal reaches, you don't have a horse in this race, obviously. You've got a Chiefs team that is trying to cement a dynasty. You've got Mahomes trying to climb the all-time list as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Hasn't even been in the league for a decade. On the other side, a former Redskins coordinator turned head coach trying to land his elusive ring. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant one year ago. He's playing now in what is a second straight year of NFC Championship games in his first Super Bowl appearance. I'm curious, who our listening audience is going to lean toward rooting for on Sunday? I am too. 800-636-1067. You want to participate in that part of the process. So, Jeeps, I, I've gone back and forth on this. and I, I, You don't have this problem because you're like a grown-up in a lot of ways. Be, getting to sit in this chair and do the gig that we do, I'm now way more concerned with narratives than I would have been normally if I'm just, uh, you know, at home watching the game, like a normal person. So the things that I, in the future, would find annoying are when, or the things in general I find annoying, are when people take exceptions to a great rule and say, yeah, but Tom Brady, as if, you know, uh, Jabron Hamden and uh, 77,000-round quarterbacks have basically barely made practice squads over the years. It drives me nuts when that happens, right? So if San Francisco wins, the practice of, hey, your best chance to be successful is to find a franchise quarterback. The best way to find a franchise quarterback is to draft him in the first round. All of the run the ball, build up the offensive line, do what they did in the 80s, people will feel so emboldened and so powerful, and they'll be puffing their chests out, and they'll be out of the woodwork, and they'll be shucking and jiving and elbowing everybody out of the way and cutting in line at McDonald's, man. Therefore, give me the Kansas City Chiefs. In addition, I also want a I want Pat Mahomes to get to the, the place that a lot of us are calling. In other words, I'm like, I like the guy. I'm rooting for him. This would be the worst team, and I put that in quotes, that wins the Super Bowl of, of the groups that he's had. I mean, that one AFC title game that they lost to Tom Brady uh, and company, I think on paper was better than this, but they're kind of getting by with guts, running game, and, and a really good defense, like a couple plays a game uh, by the guy that's on the way to being the greatest quarterback of all time. I want that. I want to start having those legacy conversations where he's, you know, already in the pantheon. Like, if he retired, at, if he went to Super Bowl and retired after this year, he'd still probably go to the Hall of Fame, just given the accomplishments of the first handful of seasons. Well, I want to see this. that. 
I mean, his record, if you do that, is basically identical to Brady's in the regular season, right? Through six seasons as a starter. Brady's first six, Mahomes' first six. If you look at postseason success, Mahomes has four conference championship games through six seasons as a starter. Brady's sitting at three conference title games through six seasons as a starter. So you have a chance now, you're on the precipice if you're Mahomes, of equaling him in Super Bowl titles. It would be three to three. You've already got the edge in conference titles through six years. You're ahead of Brady's pace. The beauty of Brady's greatness and excellence and him being considered the greatest quarterback of all time and certainly the greatest winner ever is his longevity. He did it over multiple eras, right? They had the run. There was a little period where they weren't winning. They had another run. Then there was another period where he wasn't winning. And then he goes to Tampa Bay and finishes it off with number seven. So Mahomes will still have his work cut out for him. You're not even halfway there in terms of the whole LeBron, MJ, how many rings do you have debate for the people that do it that way. But you are on pace. Think about watching the Olympics. You know, you're ahead of that line in the pool of where the world record is at that point if you're Mahomes. I think that would be really, really cool. I am uh, I'm not going to make any bones about it. I'm rooting for Kyle Shanahan to get his championship. I think Kyle has done really smart, conceptual things for a very long time, and I think it would be well-deserved if he joined Sean McVay as the second head coach from the staff that I covered in D.C. to go on and get a ring as a head coach outside of D.C. Matt LaFleur chasing them in, in the offing with Green Bay. They could be coming the way Jordan loves playing. But I am pulling for Kyle. I think he is probably the smartest play designer in the league right now, and I'm just a big fan of you know watching guys who design offense at a high level win. So I want him to get his. Same reason I rooted for Andy Reid before he had gotten a ring. Yep. He deserved it, and I think it's Kyle's time. So I'll be rooting for the 49ers. What's cool about this, though, it, it is a year where I, I'll be happy either way. Yeah, there's no downside to me. I want a good football game. Hopefully it's close, but there's no – team that wins and i'm frustrated this season really i don't have that yeah there's it's not patriots giants you know a couple times where i'm going there's no upside to this it's either patriots dynasty and little you know little, little Sully from southie is it is like 11th parade in nine years or the giants win again like no thank you so yeah there's there's not much downside there there is benefit to, to each one i'm with you on kyle uh i think that guy's deserved uh, deserving of a Super Bowl. Look at the look at the coaching tree. Look at the success he's had. And again, he's taking a seventh rounder, giving him an unbelievable situation, and doing some really innovative things. I'd be happy for Trent Williams as well, uh, escaping here and being able to go to a legit organization. Wouldn't be as happy for Chase Young, but that's a digression. Um, yeah, I, I think oh, ultimately Chase Young's interesting. We should get into that angle mm-hmm. next. How should we feel if uh, Chase is on the podium getting a ring? And you know, there's a lot made about the conversation, the dialogue now about Chase, like. Whether Commanders fans should care, whether they should be tracking him, why are they still mentioning him? I have some thoughts on that. But let's open up the phones next, Danny. 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. 800-636-1067. Pretty easy one for you here out of the shoot today. We haven't really talked about Super Bowl 58. I'm out here in Vegas looking at a sign right now that's got Purdy and Debo on one side, Mahomes and Kelsey on the other. Who are you going to be rooting for as you settle in at your Super Bowl party on Sunday and why? Grant and Danny on the fan.
Com. We have done very little talking about the game early part of this week. So much going on with Dan Quinn, Adam Peters, and your Washington Commanders. But Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have a chance to break the longest stretch of seasons without a repeat champion in NFL history. Danny, it's been 18 straight seasons. you got to go back to eight repeat winners over the first 39 Super Bowls, none over the last 18 Super Bowls since someone's been able to do it two straight years. It goes without saying it's hard to do, but there is something about football in the NFL where, specifically if you lose in the Super Bowl, Getting back becomes almost impossible. But if you did it the previous season, maybe it's how long you party into the offseason or just the natural complacency that sets in. It makes what New England did, what Kansas City's doing now, that much more impressive. It just doesn't happen. 100% right. I think it's well said. Injuries. I mean, think about the injury luck that you have to have in a sport where the injury rate is as close to 100% as anything you could find, right? The attrition rate, the, the losing players. You're basically adding... You know, I mean, think about in basketball, not exactly the same, obviously, but LeBron James has played two or three extra full seasons when you start to add up all the playoff time and all the extra rounds and the amount of toll that that takes on the body. That's what makes what he's doing that much more remarkable, playing at this high of a level into 40 years old. But as as football goes, this league has basically said, they've declared this without actually saying it, we want parity. We want everybody in every city to legitimately think up until October or November that our team has a shot still. That if you get into the dance, anything can happen. And they've mostly, by and large, done that. Teams that, I mean, half the teams in the playoffs every year weren't in the year before on average. There's turnover in this league. And as you said, it makes what New England did for damn near 20 years and what Kansas City is doing now with different iterations. This is not the high-flying Kansas City Chiefs offense scoring 40 a game because Tyreek Hill's getting behind people. Travis Kelsey gut-punching you in the middle. And Pat Mahomes is going to go for 404. This is a completely different team, but what's the same as Reed and Mahomes and uh, and now this kind of mystique surrounding them. It really is unbelievable in a league that prides itself on having turnover. Yeah, we're just at a point where if Mahomes is healthy, they're going to be in the mix. And when I say in the mix, I don't mean like making the playoffs. They're going to be playing in the second round. They're going to be in the AFC Championship game. It's that Brady-New England vibe with Patrick Mahomes. Kyle Shanahan, where they win in this Super Bowl, and I told you I'm rooting for the 49ers because I'd like to see him get his ring, having covered him from 10 to 13 here in D.C. That would be the first father-son tandem to ever win championships as head coaches. I was trying to think about this today, not to put you on the spot, but I haven't really come up with many. I don't know how many father-son tandems there are that both were head coaches. Were even head coaches that. I mean, it's prop, there's prop, I'm sure there's a list. You know, like, but... Uh, Mike Nolan, who was a head coach, didn't, yeah. what, didn't his dad coach at some point? I mean, there's it's like a handful of guys. Darius, look that up and feel free to, if you find something. There's like 11,000 Shulas. I don't ding know. Ding the bell and let us know. <laughs> All of the Shulas, for sure. Uh, make, you know about the father-sons that have played in the league. There's right. plenty of those. Christian McCaffrey, his dad, Ed, wide receiver in each of the Broncos. He was a baller, teams. dude. He was a great player. So we've got a chance at a second-generation title for Christian McCaffrey as well. So... All kinds of those unique little fun oddities uh, this week. But the question for you guys, 800-636-1067, who are you rooting for on Sunday? You get to touch a button. You, the team that you want to wins, who is that? I'm rolling with the 49ers. A little bit of a, you know, I'm not, they're certainly not the underdog. They're the favorites in the game, but it's their time thing for me. I'm not bothered by or over the Chiefs. I actually thoroughly enjoy watching them win. I think they do it the right way. But I'd like to see these... San Francisco 49ers 
couple of years biting at this apple, unable to break the door down. I want to see them kick it open. I wouldn't hate it, uh, but if you're asking me to pick, and we are, uh, I'll take the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I'm into the narratives there, and I, I'm, I dread the post-49ers win with Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback, uh, the guff that you and I are going to take when it comes to trying to build the old commander's team and our prescriptions to do so. I do love, this is a annual tradition of Danny looking at the Super Bowl matchup, yep. finding which narrative would annoy him the most. This is correct. Working back from that, yep. not like, hey, I like this player, or uh, here's something cool that would happen. Like, Here's something that a guy on Twitter might yell at me about, yep. and then you work back from that for who you want to win the Super Bowl. Oh, why is Grant making fun of me? He's not at all. That's a correct assessment. What you're saying is 100% accurate. This is not something I'm running from. I will I, I will shoot it up in the air with a flare gun. I that get is it, what by I the think way. about. Yeah. In, in our game, in <laughs> yes. our business, I don't let it necessarily control my wants, but I do think about it. Oh yeah. You know, when I'm looking at this matchup, I'm going, Oh, if the 49ers win this Super Bowl, everyone's gonna say you could just find your quarterback in the seventh round. But there is a reality that we could all acknowledge, I think we're grown ups. Do you get the play calling of Shanahan? Do you get Debo? Do you get Trent Williams? Do you get McCaffrey? Do you get Kittle? But that context, I know, sometimes gets lost, Danny, occasionally. There's not always nuance uh, in the grand scheme of sports discussions today. All right, let's go to the phones. MGM National Harbor listener lines. Jamie's in Springfield to get it going. Jamie, who are you rooting for in Super Bowl 58? Hey, fellas. What's up? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes. you man. Okay. Danny, before I get to my pick, I just want to give Grant some accolades. I know he doesn't get them very often. Uh, Yesterday afternoon before you ended the show, you were trying to figure out what you were going to bet on and you were going to watch the Caps game. Do you remember that? I do. I actually made a winning bet last night. I think I know where this is going. So did I because I took the advice of Grant Paulson and bet on OV to score, and I won $11.50 some cents. Too bad we're not winning off the field segment. Here we go. But Let's go. I just, now, I just wanted to give you the accolades because you deserve it. I mean, they got the doors blown off, and they look terrible, especially in that first period. <laughs> but Ovi scored. Exactly. And OB that's fun. Exactly. We're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to the record, boys. Hey, what are you uh, going to buy, Jamie, with your $11? What are you going to spend that on? I was thinking about Venmoing you and just giving it to you, and you could buy a beer for the sports books. That, I think if, if we win three more bets of that magnitude, I might be able to buy one cocktail at one of these. Uh, right. Because I think what you should do with your money, Jamie, is buy more bets. I think that's probably what the best thing to do is. Thank you, Danny. Put it right back in. Put it yeah. right back in. I got right. you. Obi's on one goal a month pace. We'll break that record in eight, nine years. Yes. I'm with the Chiefs. I'm like, I'm like uh, Danny. I'm with the Chiefs. I like greatness. This, this team is different from the Patriot greatness because they were just arrogant. I don't think the Chiefs are as arrogant as the Patriots were. Um, couldn't stand Belichick or Brady the way that they won every every year. So I went to the Chiefs. Appreciate you, buddy. Always up for a, a pleasant call from a warm, friendly listener and a compliment. I didn't know I was uh... – the book on me is I, I I don't get many compliments. I was, like, was going to say the Hall of Famer. He's been the he's been the what is, not the local magistrate. What's the thing? Are you looking for the called? Grand Master? Thank you, the uh, Grand. Uh, no, 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 no the, Grand Marshal. Grand Master is a weird thing. I yeah, think. that's not something you want to be. <laughs> I, don't I don't think. think. So. <laughs> I don't think so either. I am out on that. I don't think uh, you want to be that. Grand, what is it called? The Grand Marshal. Grand Marshal. Thank you. Another term. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> 
Great call. Thank you. And I appreciate him giving me my flowers. That was good, though. He's like, I know no one ever says anything nice about you, Grant. Yeah, nobody likes Grant. So here's something. I thought that was nice. No, it was nice, though. Drew in Graysonville. You're on Grant and Danny. Who are you rooting for, man? So mostly I'm rooting for a good game. And I do think, you know, it's hard to bet against Kansas City. But I really like Kyle Shanahan. I got a little story back when he was uh, offensive coordinator here. We had lunch with him during the uh, one of the welcome home lunches. And then uh, a week later, we were at the game. My dad was really sick at the time. And he was a little loopy from some of the medication. And he went on that we were on the field before the game. And he went over to the player area. And uh, the guards were going to come over and just yank him out. And Kyle Shanahan recognized us from lunch and came over, waved off security, and said, it's okay, I know these guys, took a picture with my brother, my dad, and I, and let us go. And that was before a game. He didn't have to do that. So, uh, so I always cool. got a warm like place that. in my heart for Kyle. I hope he wins the Super Bowl. That's, very, very that cool. ain't bad. You get one of those, like, you know, in a, any given moment, you'd, you'd have every excuse not to behave really, really well. Like, yes. thinking about a game, you know, like right, probably right before the show, you and I are probably not the most pleasant people. You know, we have, to, we have something to do, and that's a fraction of the pressure that these guys face. To be able to, like, kind of step outside and do that is, is really neat. So that, that's a good touch point. I like that. Also indicative, too, Danny, of it takes one gesture like that. Yeah. And he's now years later going to root for you in this game or still positively views you. I, I think that that's telling and a good lesson mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, I, I don't know that there's anybody on the Chiefs who needs this game for how they're viewed because they've won so much. That's certainly the case for San Francisco in some capacities. You know, Mahomes loses. We don't think any differently about Patrick Mahomes. He's just a guy who's off to one of the great careers in history, right? Uh, Mahomes at age 28 is going to become the youngest quarterback ever to start a fourth Super Bowl, and he's doing it two years faster than Brady did, started his fourth Super Bowl in 07 as a 30-year-old. Dominic's in Ohio on G&D. What's up, Dominic? Hey, Who are you rooting for? Hey, boys. Uh, thanks, as always, for taking the call. So every part of me wants to root for the Niners because I, I think Kyle Shanahan's amazing. I, I think CMC has had a wonderful career, and he needs to be celebrated for it, and it'd be cool to see him get over. I, Trent is still one of my favorite players of all time because he also had a hand in getting rid of Bruce and Dan, even kind of tangentially. And I think George Kittle's super cool. But the pettiness in me will not let me root for the Niners because of Chase. I don't want to see him get a ring this year. And I don't know why that pettiness is so strong in my heart. But I want him to not get to see the light at the end of the tunnel right now. And it it almost overshadows all of those other things, probably because I'm not a good human. But I don't know. I wonder why that is. Why, why do you think you feel that strongly about that? Is it because we're picking second and they're going to finish first? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it that, that dichotomy? It's, it's entirely plausible. Like, Chase Young didn't do anything incorrectly here except for not be everything that was talked about. And, like, that's not his fault. I mean, partially probably is, but... Like, well, I, let me say this, though. I don't understand why the pettiness comes from. Mm. Let me say this, and I appreciate the call as Thanks, always, Tom. Don. You're very handsome. Thank you. I, I don't know that that's true. I mean, it is fair to say that he didn't do anything wrong. Like, off the field, he wasn't getting in trouble. You know, he wasn't yelling at coaches in meeting rooms. But he didn't do anything necessarily right in the sense that he he wasn't first guy in, last guy out. He was not 
showing up to the organized activities. He was saying, I'm going to get my money, boss. Uh, we didn't really get into Chase until the end of you know, this segment with that call, and I did say I wanted to address that with him, uh, with you, Danny. So let's do that next, kind of how people in town might be feeling, what, what we should be expecting and or looking for. Chase Young in Super Bowl 58. So let's do that next. Moose Johnston joins us, who's in charge of the XFL-USFL merger, also a three-time champion, right at the top of the hour in 20 minutes. The defenders are back. They have a team in this new league. They open in the final weekend of March on the road. Their first home game is going to be April 7th, I believe, at Audi Field. You're listening to G&D on the fan. Kick off your future with the law firm of Kondorian Murad, the official Grant and Danny show sponsor. They'll help protect your assets, update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys. You can visit kmlawyers.com and mention the show to score a discount. Check them out, kmlawyers.com. Danny, a little mood check. You were frustrated when you got to work today because you had a bad pickleball game. How are you doing now? Slightly better. Uh, I did eat cornucopia in your honor. I got the sandwich that you get, except I got it the way they have it on the menu, which is the right way. But I ate did that. Did you really get a roast beef sub? I did. You never do that. I know. I rarely ever do it. I was like, I'm sitting where you normally sit so I can face the guys. And I'm like, I should probably get what Grant gets. Almost like I'm Grant today. You know, see, yeah. I granted today. But I didn't I didn't do the weird sub thing that where you sub in for the sub, where you change their perfect sub and turn it into something else. I, I got that. I got it the way that they make it, and it was. I delicious. just get roast beef, provolone, mayo, salt, pepper. That's it. Like, it's, your, it's your own sandwich. It's not the menu. Oh, what's on the menu? But it was good, I'm sure. Yeah, it's delicious. They're so good every time. That so, will cheer you up. So I did. It cheered me up a little bit. And then I and then maybe I had some chips and cookies. I'm just saying things happened. I ate my feelings a little bit. I'm better. I'm better. I'm getting there. But it's it's not about me. It's about the show. Good thing about pickleballs. There's always another game coming. You know what I mean? That is true. That is true. Until they take it away from you, because of, you know they can do that. I don't know. I wasn't going anywhere with that. I don't know. That, that wasn't as funny as I thought. <laughs> I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I you wanted to You weren't supposed to, to do you. anything. Yeah, I, I flailed on that one. That was tough. That was that was tough. Quicksand came real quick on that one. Valiant effort overall. Yeah, good hustle. Uh, I liked, though, let me cheer you back up. Let me pick you up a little bit while you're down. Go on. I liked your Patrick Mahomes post last night. Oh, where bits. Thank you. His, his voice at the Super Bowl, because the I don't know if it's like the mics and the fact yeah. that all the press conferences are in giant rooms. There's less bass to it, uh-huh. so his voice sounds super weird so this what, week. I, so, and I pointed this out at uh, Humorous Danny on Instagram and Funny Danny on Twitter. Uh, so the normal, like if you're normally going to do a Pat Mahomes, you got to be kind of like down, gravel, like bottom of your throat, right? I mean, you're talking about Triav and Coach Reed and all them guys. Like you're talking about that like right in there. What he's doing because he's in this like big hall and he's like trying to project his voice further to other people, so he's going up and straining. He's actually going to the top of his throat. So instead of down here like that, it's, it's you know, it's Pat Mahomes, obviously. He's like up here like that, basically saying, like, this game is so big that we're going to try to win more than we're going to obviously, like, try not to lose it. Like, it's it's a higher push out than kind of the normal gravel one that's down low. I think that's a projection thing. Like It is. I'm, I'm he has you. to talk louder in the big rooms. I think you're on to something. So, yeah, I actually thought that he sounded way different when mm-hmm. I heard him this week, but I'm glad you've already – Crack the code. I wanted to address the Chase Young thing really quick. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm in too deep on this, but this is one of those situations where I am more bothered by people that are telling folks how to feel about him 
than the people that are saying things about Chase Young. Like, it is weird to me that people, media, fans alike, are going, he's not here anymore. Why do you care? Well, they care because they bought his jersey. You know, they care because... Yeah, my son has one. They were really, really excited, man. They care because they were told by us and everybody, you know, everyone in town, whoever, that this guy was going to be great, and they saw it as a, as a rookie. He, he looked like he was the real deal. Like, you don't just stop caring. It's the equivalent of going, you broke up with her, man, like three months ago. Why are you still worried about her? Well, I don't know. Have you ever been in a relationship yeah, we, before? We were engaged, dude. <laughs> you know, like you're interested. So, yeah, Commanders fans should be interested. If they see a video where he makes a great play, he gets a pressure or a sack or a sack fumble, that's awesome. If he takes a playoff like he did semi-frequently here, and, you know, that goes viral, which happened in the NFC Championship game, they're going to feel some type of way about that. They gave up Chase Young. For what is basically a late third, early fourth round pick, a compensatory selection, there's still conversation on did they make the right deal. I think they did, by the way. Like, was the compensation enough? You know, how's it going to work out in San Francisco? I would say they look like a winner over the last few weeks. People are starting to come around to maybe this Chase Young thing isn't what it's cracked up to be. But the notion that everyone should just never talk about him again because he's not here anymore. I just think that's a dumb take. Well, it's it's a it's a you know a Timmy Tough guy take where it's like you don't talk about a player that's injured. Well, you could you could say that they miss this player who's a, a starter or a star. You know, what I mean, it's one of those things where it's easy to say like, oh, he don't play with the team anymore. He's dead to me. Well, that's dumb. He, he was a pretty integral th- part of it. He was printed on tickets. He was on the brochures. He was a the guy they were trying to sell, and they did try to sell for you know for a number of years to the fan base to re-energize and this that and the other. This was a an important player. With all due respect, if I don't know, name that uh, the seventh member of their secondary changed teams and was playing in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. I wouldn't have any kind of feelings that way. But, yeah, there was dr- there was dramatics. There was, there was debate around the number two pick, debate about how great he actually was, the off-field drama, the, the weirdness between them, the letters from, uh, you know, in-house columnists about maturity, all the stuff and all the baggage. Yeah, sorry, I'm interested to see what he does after he leaves here for a little while. Eventually I'll get over it. Not right now. Yeah, I don't know how quickly people are supposed to turn a page and when it's no longer okay to talk about that a player was here, but I can promise you that a couple of months after, you know, this was a Halloween trade, a few months later in the same football season, it's not a realistic expectation to ask all the people who bought in and were really excited and he was the face of their franchise to just have not any emotions invested in whatsoever. It's not a very authentic ask. Uh, next on Grant and Danny, live from out here in Vegas. I'm at Radio Row. Danny is back in D.C. Daryl Moose Johnston, who is going to be running the newly merged USFL and XFL. The defenders are back. There is a team in D.C., plus just a guy who won three Super Bowls and knows a thing or two about being able to be yourself at the end of this wild week with so many distractions. And we'll talk to him next. We're also giving away Caps tickets right at the top of the hour. you got to be listening on the fan. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.